Hello and welcome back to the podcast, which is my deconstruction journey. That's the main title. Um, hope you're all doing okay. So what is going on? Lots going on. That's what's going on. Lots. Um, yeah, it's been a little while since, um, since I've done a recording, and I'm a little overdue. So apologies to all of the fans who've been waiting for that. Um, this is just going to be a general kind of catch up, but then I've got a few bits as well. Um, I'm back in the car. I've not done a car car cast car podcast for a little while. Uh, I think the last few I tried were kind of aborted efforts. Um, didn't work out so well. Um, so we'll see. I'm just about to go and pick up a guitar that I've lent to a friend that I've actually just sold. So it's a cloudy and kind of cool day here in Coventry. And some of the heat of late spring, early summer has sort of passed away slightly, but it's alright. Doing good, and I hope you're doing good too. Um, so last episode was about the tribe thing. Can't remember what that was about. That was probably about a couple of weeks ago that I recorded that. I recorded a couple in succession um, to get ahead of the game and then I didn't um, didn't do anything after that. What I did think I might do today was talk about end times a little bit. But I don't know if that'll happen. So I guess we'll see we'll see what happens work from there, but I'll, talk to, I'll say a bit about that just because it plays into, as I'm talking about my deconstruction journey, um, I thought maybe, you know, well, I'll just talk about that, it doesn't have to be necessarily on a topic, it just be where I'm at at this particular week. Um, so yeah, let's do that, I guess, first. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's, I don't really know why. I kind of felt compelled to look at some of the some of the other religions. I think this probably has been looking into spiral dynamics a bit. And if you don't know what that is, <laughs> just look it up. Um, there's a few good podcasts that go into it. Um, it can get quite in depth. Um, but if you search out spiral dynamics, either on a podcast or on the internet you'll get sort of an idea um, but it's basically about stages of human development and it's sort of was sold to me initially as like I can't really remember actually it's, it's, it just seemed like kind of interesting and, and I think it was it wasn't it wasn't sold to me I think I what I understood from it was something that I kind of partly understood in a way already that people are in different places according to their experiences but it's kind of about the development of that I guess and there's 
sort of evolution into different stages and what they kind of look like and I think part of that was like identifying where I was in that and where I've come from and I think it helps you to sort of see where others might be and so you kind of understand where they're at and what, what why they think a certain way I suppose that's the kind of idea um, but yeah I think some of the stuff I was listening to was kind of saying about that this, the stage that I think I'm probably at is like where you start to look at other people's sort of ideas and well this one the stage I'm at this is the stage that it's, it's kind of confusing because I thought I think <laughs> I think everyone it's, it's kind of not as simple as you're at one stage um, because when we're listening to the information and like, the podcasts uh, it seemed like well I know I'm probably at like four different places and I know people who were also at four different places but in different ways so I don't know how helpful it is in that way but yeah it was talking about questioning other people's ideas not in a, like a accusatory way but just sort of trying to find I guess the truth in other people's ideas and so off the back of that I mean, this is a really long introduction to what I'm trying to get to so off the back of that anyway I thought I would order myself a Quran <laughs> to sort of you know just to see what that's about what is Islam about um, so I've done that and then also it was a kind of curveball. I don't know, because it's the major five religions, isn't there? There's Judaism, Christianity, Islam, um, Buddhism, and Sikh, Sikhism, is that it? Hinduism, is that the same as Sikh? Oh man, that's not good, is it? So, I was kind of looking around, <laughs> obviously the main, the top three I guess, um, I think like the Buddhism, I've, I've read some bits here and there before, they don't really have a, a Buddhist book, I don't think necessarily, just different writings from different people, so that's something to explore probably. I was basically doing, going down a free route as well though, because um, I, I have ordered a Quran like, on Kindle, but thought I'd look to see if there's any way of getting a free like, hard copy one because um, I know when I was at uni my housemate was given one um, by like a street preacher um, so I thought I'll have a look see if I can get a Quran and sure enough type in the internet free Qurans and you can sign up and get one sent to yourself and it's quite a nice you know, quite a nice looking book you know like well bound and uh, not bad so then off the back of that I was I don't, so this is part of like the spiral dynamics thing was kind of the stage that is meant to be more evolved I guess than kind of earlier primitive stages and they go to great pains to say it's different stages aren't good or bad they're just where you're at but I guess 
when you're in certain stages you look forward to well I want to be that and I guess there's an element of that in doing this um, and sort of being like inclusive and sort of thinking there's probably truth in lots of different things um, and I'm not equating this to Islam at all just in case and I'm not saying <laughs> I don't know why I'm dancing around it so I bought I ordered the Quran and then I've also found a page um, where you could um, request a Book of Mormon um, without having apparently it's, they send you a Book of Mormon without having people come around to um, try and sell Mormonism to you and I was just kind of interested again because I I could probably just look online but it's nice to have a little book isn't it <laughs> it's nice to it's nice to have a book of Mormon in your house that's what I'm saying um, so I went online and found this email for this person who's doing this uh, I mean fair play to them they are um, sort of paying out their own but I've not got it yet mine so that we'll see if it comes or not but they're sort of paying out their own pocket sending um, books of Mormon is that the plural of book book of Mormon book, book of Mormons books of more <laughs> books of Mormon they're sending all over the world um, which is fair enough um, if not maybe <laughs> maybe we'll go and um, this is a weird side thing yeah, maybe we'll go to a Mormon church. There was a church where we grew up, a Mormon church, and quite often me and my friend would just go like at, at night and just kind of walk around the outside of it. I don't really know why. Like he's a vicar now, um, so I don't know. I don't know if that means anything. But anyway, like Mormons, I'm not. I don't really know a lot about Mormons. I think a lot of the stuff you hear is like very negative. Um, and maybe what I'm going to say is kind of negative and maybe offensive to Mormons, but probably not as offensive as stuff I've heard. Like, my understanding of Mormonism was that, you know, learning at school, it was invented by Joseph Smith, who had some magic glasses which enabled him to see the writings of the Book of Mormon and then he wrote them down got a load of people to start following and it was basically a way of um, well I think his historical records showed that Joseph Smith was a con man and um, basically the implication being that Mormonism was a con um, and then the whole having multiple wives thing was a way of them spreading um, Mormonism I guess and sort of in like you know there was fights for land and stuff and that's how they ended up in Utah which was kind of um, an unlivable place that which they made livable which I think is fair enough. Now, I've have I've met a Mormon once or twice, I think, as well. I think I was once on the street, and they kind of did a little diagram 
in the book showing how the second coming of Jesus already happened and it was kind of Jesus part two, Jesus goes to America and preaches the good news to the Americans. I, 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 I need, I need to, I've not read it yet, so I, <laughs> I don't really know a lot, but this is just from the diagram that was shown, and I was just kind of like, eh, yeah, that sounds a bit tenuous, mate. Um, at that time, you know, I was a like teenager, and this is what my understanding of Mormonism was. And, you know, we've all probably seen the mad sort of people who still follow the multiple wife thing um, in America and sort of we watched a documentary about a series and it was kind of like bloody hell that's a bit mad but <clears throat> I get with any religion there's always nutcases and Um, I'm not saying that those people are nutcases, but like, most of the people um, like, in that documentary and the people I've met or seen, the kind of, maybe the missionaries were a bit, like, intense, but, like, I think they're, like, well-meaning people, and, um, you know, they still believe in the Bible, I understand, it's just this is like an extra bit to the Bible um, and I don't know yeah, so I don't think they're bad people I think maybe some of their ideas are confused and this isn't, yeah I should say this isn't me saying that I intend to convert to Mormonism um, but, you know, the fact that the founder was a con man and did this, you know, maybe it is a con, but also maybe there's some truth to it. You know, maybe this guy had some kind of vision or, you know, at least he's had something that's inspired him to write down this book, this alternative, you know, source, I guess, it's kind of this alternative sort of story of Jesus and this alternative story to the biblical, it's like an addition to the biblical narrative, and, you know, I suppose you could argue, is that, is that any different to the writers of the Old Testament? The writers of the New Testament, it's just some guy has written this down. There's plenty of unauthorized sort of gospels which people which have been discovered and stuff. Is that the Dead Sea Scrolls? There's all these extra gospels, all those gospels that were discounted when the Bible was formed, whichever different councils it was. Um, okay, Archie, sit down. It's the dog. <clears throat> you know. And it's possible that this is just a vision or a figment, pigment, figment, pigment, why is it pigment? It's a figment of Joseph Smith's imagination, but, you know, who's to say that there isn't truth to it? 
unless like Jesus is in that book saying loads of crazy things which he may well be I say I've not gotten to it but you know I was just kind of interested in seeing if there's any truth to that because I think I think probably coming out of stepping away from the history I've had with Christianity it's all been very black and white and I guess I'm coming to a place where it isn't black and white and I've, I've seen like Christians get into arguments with Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses and like I don't think that really helps anyone whereas I think if you're a bit more open sort of say well you know tell me your truth and then you know trying to find the common ground I think that's healthier because you know who's got all the right answers you know those arguments are taking place thinking well Mormons got it completely wrong from the Christian side then from the Mormon side they're kind of saying you know well Christians have got it completely wrong and you know everyone's kind of got their own take haven't they this is what this this is like an ongoing thing with this podcast everyone's got their own point of view and everyone's sort of reading things from their own perspective and through their own lenses um and so yeah so, so I ordered a book of Mormon so we'll see if that comes um I mean I've got a lot of reading to do and not really spending a lot of time reading it um, but that'll probably get me on to the next bit. So, that's that. That's about it. Um, next bit, I've been starting to read... I forget then, is it on... It's a book about... A book about the end times by Keith Giles. That's all you need to know. You can find out by searching Keith Giles. Um, it's Jesus... Un, it's like a series of unthings. Maybe it's like the end Jesus uncovered or un something. It's to do with the end times anyway. And I think so. My sort of history growing up, things about the end times were kind of mainly that we were living in the last days. That was mainly it and it was kind of the heaven and hell thing like it didn't really get into the whole um dispensationalism which I'll get into I guess or I'll mention which is kind of like the left behind series theology so I don't think it got into that but I think there was bits of that people I, I remember my mum saying like you know we're living in the end times and you know, there's all this bad stuff happening, this war, it's like a sign of the end times, and I don't know if they thought it was going to be like, oh, it's going to happen really soon, or if it's just, you know, I, I don't really remember anything that, maybe they kind of shielded that from the kids, um, but I think it was definitely there, so end times when they left behind series came out which I'm sure you may be aware uh, people may be aware of it it's kind of about the end times it's 
a series of novels about the end times, which kind of teach that there's going to be this rapture where all the Christians are going to be sucked off into heaven, and um, um, sorry, just excuse that rudeness. All the <laughs> all the Christians will be sucked off into heaven. Um, and then for those left, there'll be seven years of tribulation and trials and plagues and all this kind of stuff. And the Antichrist is going to come and um, all this crazy shit is going to happen. And then, then Jesus will come back on a horse, basically. And like, so these books came out in my teens and I kind of read, I read through quite a few actually. And that they're quite well written. Well, I think I remember them quite well written, and you know, page turners, thrillers. Um, but it kind of like, at the same time, it kind of put this weird theology into my head about well, yeah, when the end times come, it's gonna, it's gonna be weird, and everyone getting sucked off, all the Christians getting sucked off, and. <laughs> Sorry, I can't, I'm very childish. I'm a very childish man. Um, all the all the Christians will be sucked off, and then all the people on Earth will be left going, "Oh, I can't believe I didn't get sucked off as well." Uh, <laughs> and um, sorry, I'm really sorry. This is lowering the tone. Um, so it's kind of like I think I probably believed it. But it also seemed a bit sort of fanciful as well and maybe because like, I watched some of the films of it as well and they were just quite bad it just seemed like maybe I got a whiff of like kind of mad evangelicalism sort of thrown in there and so I kind of just discounted it ultimately um, so yeah, that was kind of that. So I think that kind of stayed with a bit. Um, but I don't think it really affected me. But anyway, I started reading this book because I thought it would be interesting to sort of see. Because I'd heard Keith Giles on the podcast talking about... Um, talking about sort of this idea. And it seemed like a kind of fresh way of viewing the end times as well. Not one that... I was kind of aware of, and it's kind of, yeah, he's sort of talking about that, but then he talked about like the history of like where this theology had come from, this, and this is kind of dispensationalism, that's what they call it apparently, and it's like only like a couple of hundred years old, max, and it's kind of somehow become mainstream despite it being kind of a couple of guys like out on a limb with it. Um, maybe it's just because it's dramatic and interesting and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I started reading this book, um, and that's quite interesting. Um, not that I don't think I really have an issue with the end times. Um, like I, I don't think that's going to happen necessarily, and I don't know. I, I'll have to get into this book a bit further, and we'll maybe talk about that at a later stage. God, there's a guy just there on the roof. 
he's like on scaffolding but then he's got a ladder on the the slant of the roof and he's just like kind of walking up and down at like a like it's just a, a path uh, terrifying um so yeah end times there's that um i'm at my friend's house now so i'm gonna go and get the guitar and then i'll come back okay see you in a minute okay we're back part two so that was a long break I don't even know how long it was in the end, um, but I went to pick up the guitar and then ended up chatting for a long time with my friend's wife, so there we go. Back now though, and on to the next thing, which is, yeah, oh, I kind of wanted to talk about, um, it's just a thought I had, and maybe it's not a new thought especially, but it's something that I might not have mentioned before and I might have done but if not then it's kind of worth repeating maybe just for my own sake or if you're listening for the first time or whatever not that it matters I don't know if anyone's really checking in so much to this but yes what I wanted to talk about was kind of I guess it was the realisation that I'd had about interpretation on the Bible. And I think like, not so long ago I was getting quite worried about believing the right thing and, you know, kind of... I suppose I phrased this as the question, kind of, what do you do? when one person believes one thing and another person believes another and I guess the fact that that had sort of eaten me up for a while I kind of got a bit tied up in that thinking um, and I think ultimately I knew that it was kind of like well people don't agree I think part of it was like what does that mean though what does it mean to have for one person to have one interpretation of one thing and another person to have an interpretation thing of the, of, of the other, if that makes sense that was very garbled that was very garbled, bloody hell but I think this is kind of tied in and I think it was a realisation that like there's nothing for me in the narrow evangelical view of the Bible, I guess. Um, I can't, I can't read the Bible like that anymore. There's just nothing for me there. I'm the same of God. I think if we're to read the Bible and take that interpretation of the Bible as how God is, then. You know, there's there's nothing for me there other than fear, and it's probably different for different people. And as I keep saying, this is because we've all got our own experiences and our own view on things, and you know, no one's actually got it right. 
there might be glimpses of the truth here and there. Um, but for someone to say that they've got it completely sorted is wrong. And also, I think saying that it sort of makes me understand where I'm at a bit more, I guess. That, you know, I need that to be life and what I'm doing. Um, <clears throat> and there's no life in that old way of, that old way of understanding. And so that's kind of why i got to leave it behind, I guess. And for some people, they would probably say that I'm sort of reading what I want from the Bible, or you're reading the wrong thing out of it, or people's interpretations that I believe aren't biblical or orthodox in a you know traditional sense of that word rather than Eastern Orthodox um, which I think you get but I just yeah I, I just can't I just can't do that anymore and the thing with, with God as well people probably say that you're Maybe putting God in your own image, viewing God in your own image, but I, I wouldn't agree necessarily fully with that. I think there's an element of that probably, but then everyone does. It's impossible not to probably, <laughs> unless you view God as mystery. And, you know, even the Bible is going to be someone's view of God from their perspective and you know this is why the accounts of God in the Bible are so varied and often contradictory and I guess you can either view that as well this is the two aspects of God that God is all loving but also wrathful and angry and you know that kind of thing or you know God is approachable and you can know God but also at the same time God is unapproachable unlike You know, all the, all the whole, a lot of people have heard recently complaining about <laughs> why would you believe a God who is like a maniac and sort of tells his people to kill other people and to rape other people and you know, that kind of thing. Like the Bible's so complex as well. I think I heard an argument about that and I think in one passage saying that one of the kings had gone out and killed a load of people and then it's like come back saying that God had validated him and then later in one of the prophets 
like the prophet says that God is actually angry with what happened and you know the Bible's a huge book it's difficult it's out of order <laughs> like if we started well like if you've read that bit from Chronicles or Kings wherever it was then I think they were saying it was Hosea who, who was speaking into that situation then it was kind of like you know that's like the other end of the Bible or the, the, the other end of the Old Testament together um, so I think you do the best you can you do the best you can from what you understand and what you know with the knowledge that yeah maybe you haven't got everything right but it's all that you can do that's all you can cope with like for me that's all I can cope with I can't cope with I, I just can't deal with an evangelical reading of the Bible that is you know mad and contradictory and violent and I don't know in my heart I don't feel that's who God is and so there'll be verses that they might say well you know this that and the other but then there'll be verses on the other side that go against that because I've heard people say that so yeah so <laughs> I'm not sure that's a massive revelation but I think it kind of ties up some of that feeling of yeah I can't I just can't read the Bible like that. And I guess maybe that's a good stance to sort of have when, if and when that kind of thing comes up. Um, rather than saying, I think that is wrong. And even though I might think it's wrong, I think it's more truthful to say yeah I, I can't I just can't I can't read the Bible like that it's the same with I suppose it's the same with like the end times stuff all that stuff all the mad stuff end times hell penal substitution and there'll be times when there'll be verses which seem to speak towards things that you can't accept but yeah I think we've got to do the best we can with what we've got and what we can cope with what we can understand and yeah with the knowledge that no one's got it right you know who's to say that one biblical scholar is, I don't know, when there's two biblical scholars who argue against each other, what do you do with that then? <laughs> is it ultimately them, they are doing their research with a slight confirmation bias? Is that what's happening? Probably. You can't detach that away from yourself, you can't detach your own 
bias away from who you are. Um, yeah, so that's that, I guess. <sighs> so, I'm back in the car anyway. Um, what's going to come up next? I don't know. Um, kind of dealt with. I think it's been helpful not being in church, actually. Just taking some time away from that, but... Just to avoid the certain triggers and stuff. I don't know what's going to happen with that at the moment. We've not really... discussed returning any further or... going elsewhere. We've kind of just not had the time either. We've not made the time. And that's kind of okay. But, I don't know, I don't know what we do, really. The community thing, that's kind of gone a bit funny. <laughs> um, I was talking to a, a guy local to here, we were going to meet up, and then he just went quiet. So that never happened. So a guy on the deconstruction journey as well. Just never happened. So kind of a shame. I don't know what happened there. But it's one of them, isn't it? Um, at the same time, I don't really know. Maybe this is enough to just talk out loud on this. I know there's other people out there who are dealing with the same things and working stuff out in a similar way. And I suppose it'd be nice if you could maybe get round a table with some of those people, but um, also not easy. Not easy. Maybe it requires some effort. Maybe it requires some patience, maybe it requires a bit of luck, a bit of spiritual direction. Um, one of the, someone on Facebook I was chatting to for a while, um, I, th I think she was just in a very different place. She's come out of like a very crazy wild church was deconstructing a lot of that and it felt a push to sort of say you know where do you stand on hell when I think she's still fairly sort of Christian <laughs> and I just stepped moved into the next um, the next stage away from that crazy stage that's all we're doing, everyone's working out, aren't they? Everyone's working stuff out. You can you do what you can do. Anyway, I'm going to probably call it a day there. But I'll be back soon with something, and we'll see how we go. I hope everyone's alright. Speak to you later, take care, bye.